Hey, thanks so much for downloading the episode today on the show. I talk about some bonding moments I had with my son over the week. We go into Paula's world and talk about the brutal hell that is middle school. We also have a lovely discussion about how Halloween is such a weird holiday and some of our most amazing moments involving the holiday and the Uggs. All of this, plus some ugly and awkward moments of the week. Thank you so much. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? I know you're not going to listen to me, but I want you to listen to me. Paula? I just don't want to ever feel that naked and that cold again. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. It is episode 310. We are Sisters Who Podcast. Yes, we are. I'm Jamie with my sister, Paula. Welcome to The Ugly Truth. Okay, so I have been having some very vivid dreams lately, and this happened a couple of weeks ago now, but I kept, I think I told you about this, I kept having dreams of my son being a baby again. You told me that, yeah. Yes, and it was like, it was like pulling on my heart. Like I felt like I needed to see him and I just, I missed him so bad. And so I texted him and I said, Hey, you want to go thrift shopping with me? And he said, yes. And I said, all right, cool. Cause you know, he's a hipster dope mm-hmm. and he's a legit hipster. He's not a poser at all. The no. dude's been a, he's been a hipster since he was like 17. And so I said, all right, cool. So thrift shopping is cool right now. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a cool thing to do. You know, when I when you and I were young and we were 12 and 13, hit thrift shopping was embarrassing and shameful. You just... Unfortunately necessary. And but. unfortunately necessary. And I remember, <laughs> I just remember when we had to do it and mom's like, no, it's great. I'm like, mom, I would rather die. So she would take us to like two towns over to go thrift shopping. So yeah. we wouldn't run it. And what's funny now... Thinking about it, going, if we had run into people we knew at the thrift store, why would we be the ones embarrassed? <laughs> you know, it's like, we're all there. No, it's like a, it's like an unspoken, you know, dirty yeah. secret that, you know, on Monday at school, you'd be looking at it and be like, that's the flannel they just bought. Well, this is the flannel <gasps> I just bought. Well, we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I know. You were at Thrift Town. <laughs> oh, yes. You were at Thrift Town. I saw you. So... Tyler comes over. I was super happy to see him. And we hit a couple thrift stores. And I said, well, let's get some food. And then we'll get some thrift stores. And when you have an adult child that is pretty independent, and I mean, I see him probably once or twice a month. Mm -hmm. He comes by, you know, he's really, he's good about coming by and hanging out. And, you know, not for very long. He's a short visitor, which I'm okay with. But he came over and I said, all right, I was a little anxious about what we were going to talk about, you know, because Tyler and I haven't been on our own in a really long time, but we were like little buddies his his whole life. And so when we got together, I was like, well, I mean, it's just like riding a bike, right? I mean, it's just, it was the two of us for so long before Daryl ruined everything. So, I mean, it'll be fine. So we went to lunch. We had an awesome time at lunch. I learned new things about him. You know, you think you know your kids and then they become adults and they get different tastes and stuff. Mm -hmm. So he ordered a patty melt raw. (laughs) You can get a patty melt raw? Well, the lady goes, well, how do you want your patty cooked? And he's like, oh, raw. And she's like, all right. So they don't come out that raw. But it was pink in the middle. So he had that and I had, um, I don't know, whatever. And so we were just talking and it was, he was just, he's so cool. He had coffee (laughs) with his meal 
And I'm like, he's like a little old man, like he always was. I know, Brian's desperate to drink coffee. You gotta let him do it. Why wouldn't you let him do it? He's only 12. So what? How old were you when mom started giving you coffee? Nine, but that's there the, you the point. Plus, he's gonna try it. And he's going to put like 100 tablespoons of sugar and like, it's going to be, would you like some coffee with your milk? I mean, it's going to be like, and by the way, I saw you were at my house and you had coffee. Your coffee looks like hot chocolate. It's so full of milk. Well, okay. At your house, I don't usually use half and half. So it was different because I use the vanilla creamer. Oh, at my that's house. right. I forgot. I forgot. So it was different. I didn't mean to dump that much in there. <laughs> And I'm like, wow, she really likes uh, coffee with her milk. So anyway, you should let him try it. Just let him try it. It's not like you're saying. I'll let him try black coffee and see how he likes that. Yeah, we'll see if he'll man up. <laughs> it's like, here, here's some Marlboro Reds while you're at it. <laughs> God. See if you can handle that, man. Smoke up, bud. So anyway, so then we went to the first thrift store and that was the better one. The second one wasn't so good. The first one. We're wandering around and he's on his own. I'm on my own because, you know, it's a thrift store. You kind of separate and, you know, scan. Mm -hmm. So I immediately go to Malia is is dying to find a denim miniskirt because they're back in style. Mm -hmm. And her friend found one at a thrift store. And I thought, oh, that's a great place to look because, you know, miniskirts were in style forever ago. So I bet they're full of miniskirts here. Well, they are full of miniskirts, but you can tell they've been to the club a couple times. Oh, God. There's a lot of glittery red, you know, black with the seam worn, you know, a lot of sequins. And I'm like, all these skirts have been to 815 L Street. Oh, <laughs> all God. these skirts have seen a day or two in the club. But no denim miniskirts. I'm like, oh, oh, well. So then I start, you never know. I always go to the purse section because you just never know. Mm-hmm. Somebody might be dumb and donate a Chanel or something from their mom's house thinking it's crap. And it's actually a vintage something. So I'm blown through all the things. And I'm like, well, these are some, I, I've heard of these brands, but they're not anything. And they're not pretty. So it's not something that I would necessarily buy. Buried underneath everything, I found a legit coach shoulder bag wow shocking i was like what and so i look at it, i'm like well the only way you can tell if it's coach they have these really cool labels inside mm-hmm. and it had it did it have the serial number it did wow now it is dirty it needs to be cleaned and coach has a coach fabric cleaner for their purses they do Yes, and I went to go buy it, and it's sold out, but you can get it on Amazon. So if you go to UglyTruth.com and go to our Amazon link, you can find the official Coach fabric cleaner. They also have an official leather cleaner for if you have a leather Coach bag. So I was like, and this one was all fabric. It had leather on it, but it it was predominantly fabric. I don't necessarily like Coach bags because I don't. I've never been a fan of those uh, print, you know, like the Louis Vuittons. They have the LV all over mm-hmm. them. I've never been a big fan of that, but the shoulder bag was really in good shape. It, it, The inside was not ripped. There was no makeup stains, nothing. Weird. I thought, this is someone who bought this and then got an upgrade. They got a bigger one and just stopped using this one. And it yeah. just sat in their closet and they went, you know, I'm never going to use this again. And they just donated it. So I'm going to clean it up and probably give it to you. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Because and then I looked it up and the value, the the a used, this specific type of bag used is about 80 bucks. Nice. So I'm like, well, I know I won't use it, but I know you will. Especially you sure if you don't, you don't think care. one of the girls will want it? 
Now they're not into coach. Oh, okay. No, they're not really into coach. So I'm going to clean it up and give it to you. But it is perfect if you don't want to carry like a diaper bag size purse with you. If you just want to go to the store with your wallet and your phone, this is the bag for you. Cool. I am lo- I'm definitely looking at shoulder bags right now because they're back in style. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm looking around. I really like Dior. <laughs> they're really nice. Of course. And then... Fendi has a couple that are nice, yeah. but I want the vintage ones. I don't want to pay 1800 bucks for a, a shoulder bag. So there's a website that I go to that is a high-end consignment store, and it's all online. They do have a store, I believe, in New York and one in L.A., where a lot of celebrities actually consign their wares because they can only wear something once. Oh. So there's a lot of really high-end brands there. And uh, the shoulder bags... They have thousands and thousands of bags. You can even buy a Birkin on there if you wanted. Wow. Yeah, they have everything. So I have about 10 Fendi and Dior shoulder bags that I'm looking at right now. I think the most expensive one is about $600. Oh, that's all? Yeah. I was and thinking like 3000 or no, something. Well, I mean, they retail for more, but but these have been used like one time and then they consign them. And so for me, I'm like, I could do that. So I'm just eyeing all of these shoulder bags because the thing is, is that they're considered um, they're heritage bags. So you keep them forever and you like pass them on to your kids and stuff. They, they never really lose their value. Right. The coach is kind of like that, too, actually. Yeah, especially if you can get the signature bags because they don't make them as much as they used to. You're right. Now they're all leather. Mm-hmm. And so, the, yeah, but the, apparently the signature bags are coming back in style. But this one is an OG. So I think you'll like it, but I want to clean it up first. I don't want to give it to you dirty. Okay. I appreciate that. Well, no problem. Cause you know, it's like handing me a dirty shoe. Here you go. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's the one thing at thrift stores. I would never buy are the shoes. Oh God. I couldn't do it. Maybe if I was like, you know, running from the police and I had no shoes. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's one thing. So anyway, so Tyler and I are thrifting around. And the other thing that I'm kind of into lately is I've been trying to find some vintage china. I have a very tiny collection. And so I, whenever I go to the thrift store, I always look for china made in Japan because they don't, they used to do that. And then after the war, they stopped. And mm-hmm. so it's really hard to find. But the china that was made in Japan are really, really coveted and they're really beautiful and they're really well made. A lot of them are hand painted. So every once in a while, I'll, I'll look. That or England. I like the English china, uh, porcelain china is really pretty. So I found a couple pieces that I really liked because, you know, when people die, what are they going to do with all of it? You know, it's yeah. a pain in the ass to sell. And so you just donate it. And so that's where you can find and I can put together a really pretty collection. So I did that. Tyler found a coffee cup that said grandpa and he loved it. So he wanted it. (laughs) And then he found a brand new, brand new high end red flannel. It was probably like an $80 flannel. It was really nice. And so he got that for like $5. So we, we got out of there. So of course, wherever I go with this child, he's not a child anymore. He's a man. The checkout girl, cutie pie was immediately smitten with Tyler. Like the second, I'm like, how is that possible? They can't see anything on him. His hair's so long. (laughs) He had a, he was having a good hair day and he, he looks like a celebrity rock and roll star. So he's tall, he's thin. He looks like he could be in the Ramones. Jeez. Really? And so, but his hair was looking good and the girl was just practically like flustered. And so I, I always think it's cute. 
I'm just like, and I just stand there and I'm the shortest person in this scenario because everyone's tall and thin except for me. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> just all. standing there Hi, paying I'm my... Da- I'm just the squatty mom. Don't pay Yeah, I'm just the me. dumpy mom. And uh, <laughs> so I pay my $8. And so she's like, well, you, you guys have a really good day. Bye. Thank you. And I really like that grandpa. I'm like, oh, that was really funny. And I'm like, oh my God, Tyler. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> <sighs> Jesus. You're a redhead. Get out of here. So we know what you smell like. (laughs) (laughs) We don't need to know anymore. (laughs) So anyway, so then we went to the second one and that one was kind of a bust. And so I said, well, do you need anything? He goes, you know, he goes, if you're if you're offering, he goes, I really need socks and underwear. I'm like, oh, done and done. And I said, well, what about jeans? He goes, yeah, I do need jeans. He needs everything. (laughs) And I said, all right. So we end up at Nordstrom. (laughs) Nordstrom's yes god I thought you were gonna go to like Target Target? or like Old Navy no well it was my fault I said you know because he's although he's tall and thin it's he actually has a hard time finding jeans that fit that's true and so the only jeans that actually fit him are Levi's and believe it or not there are different qualities of Levi jeans. You can't just go to Penny's and buy jeans there. They they only sell like the cheaper cuts. Yeah. And you have to be kind of husky to wear those or like have a bigger waist or, you know, whatever. And so I said, you know, there's an Urban Outfitters over by the Arden Fair Mall, which is in the Midtown area of Sacramento. And I said, they sell those jeans that you like. And they're really not that expensive compared to any other jeans. And he's like, all right, cool. Well, they close that one. So we end up at the Arden Fair Mall. I said, well, let's try the mall mall. Let's go. And so we walk in through Nordstrom and they have a whole thing of Levi's there. So we go in there and he gets a couple pairs of jeans and they're not that bad. Actually, they were quite inexpensive. And I said, oh, how funny. You know, we start at the thrift store, but because you're my son, we end up at Nordstrom buying clothes Mm -hmm. just like that. But I said, I'm not buying you. I said, I will buy you these things here, but I am not buying you underwear and socks here. You don't need underwear that have been weaved from some rare butterfly in Asia right. on your ass. <laughs> We're going to Target. So we went to Target and bought him stuff. But the the conversations that, and, and this is something I think you will look forward to if you're, you're a deep thinker, is we had some really cool conversation. It's so weird how I raised our kids with the concept of God. Yes. We weren't heavy duty religious. We did. We went through a blip of time, but then we kind of segued out of that. But they are under they are aware of the 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 idea of a higher power and mm-hmm. Jesus and all that stuff. Interestingly, though, they have they believe that Jesus existed, but their concept of Jesus is so different. Like Tyler's like, no, man, Jesus was a radical. <laughs> I'm like radical yeah and I said a radical he goes yeah he was socially radical that's why he left such an impact on those people that's and I go so that's why we literally measure our time is because he was a social radical like some hippie I go so there's no way in the world that he could actually be the son of God he's like no and I said okay I said well I'm not gonna get into it clearly I've gone wrong somewhere yeah I said I'm not getting into a debate with you about this because you're allowed to believe whatever I said I personally believe in a higher power because I don't think I think it keeps us humble to think that there's something greater than us but that's just me you know I'm not going to get churchy with you but you know in, in basic concepts I do believe that there is a higher power I think it's hard for people in this day and age to recognize anything like that because we're all super self-indulgent and if we can't see it or touch it 
we can't believe it exists you know and and the thought of actually surrendering to something exactly is, is never gonna happen not in this day and age it's very right. difficult to admit that you are not the the, the center of one's universe and mm-hmm. so i get it. it it's it, it's a hard concept for a lot of people so we were talking about it and i said i just don't believe that humans were just put on this planet to live and die and especially at such a young age i mean our lifespan should be much longer he goes oh i want to live to be 200 i'm like oh do you he goes yeah and I go, why do you want to live to be to be 200? He goes, so I can tell people I'm 200 years old. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, grandpa. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and I said, well, that is true. I mean, the problem is by the time you hit like 95, 96, you start stumbling a bit. And people, you know, I mean, I've experienced many at that age. They're, all they do is tell you how old they are. So that part you've got right. But, you know, retelling your stories, that's, that's when it becomes a challenge. <laughs> so... Just write them down before you forget. It was an interesting reconnection with my son. It was great, though. I really missed him so bad. I hate that's the part I hate. I hate when they grow up and move on. You know, it's just it's really hard as a parent or as a mom specifically when they don't need you anymore. And you're like, what am I supposed to do? You don't need me anymore. What do you mean? You have to you have to like tantalize them with free things. Yeah, that's, that's true. how you get them back. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'll buy you socks and underwear as many as you want. You know, <laughs> that's all I can do. So Aww. I'm glad you don't have to do that yet because it's really hard. No, not yet. But I mean, well, so what do we what's what's going on with your seventh grader? Is that where we're at? <laughs> well, no. <laughs> what's going on? So I don't even know how it happened or when it happened. Mm. Maybe it was over the summer or something like that. But Ryan is a full out seventh grader. Like he's not he's not elementary school at all. Yes. He couldn't go back if he tried. And so. Right. Which is, you know, it's kind of sad in a certain way. Like he's just a teenager now. And no. But not a teenager. He's a middle schooler, I guess I would Mm -hmm. say. And that's like. It's the phase nobody likes. Not it's even, the worst. Not even parents. And I never thought I would feel that way about my son. No, like, they're they're very unlikable. He's not outright defiant. He tries to be defiant by being funny. <laughs> so, Oh, that's an interesting turn. So like last night, he was literally up until 1030 mm. doing his homework, which means he wasn't actually doing his homework. Right. And so I said, go to your room and do your homework and so then he kind of started like you know tap dancing down the hallway oh <laughs> that would drive me slowly. crazy and i'm like no i would have <laughs> thrown my shoe at him i'm like you're gonna get the zapata treatment in a minute three minutes later he walks back and he's in the kitchen he's like i'm just gonna get some water this went on for like two hours it's like death by a thousand cuts I just, you know, and he's so cute. I can't like, I know. it's it's hard to be mad at him, you know, mm, you will. <laughs> it's like reverse psychology or something. I don't know what he's doing. Yes. He's using my own tricks against me. Listen, I know you're not going to listen to me, but I want you to listen to me. There's a show on Netflix called Big Mouth. You abs- I insist that you watch season one. I think you told me about that show. I think I forgot. A million times I've told you, if I've told you once, you have to watch this show. It will explain puberty completely perfectly. The the, the type of shit that our kids go through, it's a lot like what we went through. It's all about these middle schoolers, boys and girls. 
You have to watch it. Okay, I'll watch it. Thank you. Well, maybe it'll explain this. Like when school first started, he was playing with some of his like old elementary school friends. They weren't his core friends. Yeah. Because they have two lunches. Right. They have an early lunch and a late lunch. Well, all his core friends are on late lunch. Okay. So he made like some new friends, but they're not like his good friends. Yeah. But they were all playing basketball for like the first... I don't know, like month of school. Mm. And then the other day he told me something that he was in the library at lunch. And I'm like, what were you doing in the library? And he's like, I was hanging out with my friend Kwa. I'm like, what were you guys hanging out like in the library doing at lunch? And he's just like, just talking and, you know, hanging out with some of his friends. And I'm like, okay. And so now I'm confused. I'm like, is there a reason he stopped playing basketball? Or is he just trying out different things? Did you ask? I asked, and he said he just decided to go hang out in the library and not I play basketball you know, anymore. You know what I would have said? I would have what? said, you are going out for that basketball team. Don't no, even he's gonna try play, it. He's trying out for basketball. But my concern was is that... Did someone like, give him shit about sucking or something? I don't know. And so, or maybe he's just trying different things. I don't know. Boys don't like just I, try different things. Something I happened just, on that court. I would ask him, I'm like, what happened? I I did. I interrogated yeah. him on the way home. And, and he's, he's just, just he's just the vaulting it, huh? He's just not going to tell you. He says, I don't know. He just maybe he just likes his friend and that's where he was. So he decided to go hang out with him. I don't know. I just. Well, seventh grade sucks, man. It is brutal. And then Ryan tried to get me to resolve myself to the fact that he's not going to ever have straight A's. That he'll oh. probably be a B or C student for the rest of his life. Bag it, man. I've, I have I've heard so many, every single one of my children, you know, I may not be your perfect child like you think. <laughs> I'm not a straight student mom. And I'm like, well, you're not a D student either. So I don't know. I, all I know, and I've, I've told all of them this, and they give zero fucks, is I'm like, I brought home a C once, and I was grounded, okay? I Grace. wasn't allowed to have a C. One time I had a D plus in English on a grade check, and I thought my mom was going to skip me alive. <laughs> I was not allowed to have bad grades. I mean, and what's strange is the value that our parents put on education was very low, and I still wasn't allowed to come home with a C, okay? Ever. Ever. Yeah, he told me that after I found out that he got an F on his map of the Middle East. <laughs> I'd be like, you have friends from there. How could you have failed? Your father spent a lot of time over there. Your father you was sh- there for 18 months. <laughs> you for should God's know. Sake. You could have at least gotten Kuwait and Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs> really? Come God. on. Lord. Oh, my so. God. Yeah. You know what? I'd be like, you know what? Spare me your dramatics. You can get bees, you little shit. <laughs> there is nothing wrong with you. Your brain works wonderfully. You're brilliant when it comes to anything you love. So I know that you're capable of learning and comprehension. A yeah. C on a grade check is one thing. But when the report card comes out, I expect bees. A's right. and B's. And if you can't get an A and P.E., you and I have a problem. The only way you can't get an A and PE is if you don't dress out. Exactly. And if he, oh my God, I, I feel like I'm reliving my, I'm reliving it. <laughs> I'm Why reliving did Tyler it. refuse to dress up? Oh no, they all did it. But you know, they would always say, well, you didn't wash it. So I'm like, don't you blame me for your bad <laughs> grade. Oh my God. I mean, okay. I don't, I don't miss it. 
I don't miss it. And mom, she's like, Jamie, I don't know what happened to you, but you turned into some kind of demon and you didn't turn back into a normal human until you were 15 years old. And I'm like, well, I mean, I wish I could apologize, but you were just the biggest bitch on the planet. I don't know what to say. I was just thinking about that this morning, how like I'm pretty conservative on a lot of things with my kids. And I'm just like, but I'm the filthiest like sexual being I know. (laughs) I'm like, how is that even possible? I don't know. It's like a yin and yang. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Well, you know, you, you separate your adult life from your parental life. That's all. Jeez. You know, we're raised under an incredibly conservative roof, and then we just set ourselves on fire the second we get out of the house and do all the things. It's true. And then you have children, you're like, well, I know what's capable out there, so you will be doing nothing. You will go to a nunnery. Yeah. You'll go there. You will be a virgin till you die, (laughs) because I know (laughs) what's out there. So anyway, well, good luck with your seventh grader. That should be super fun. I'd be happy to straighten him out, although it wouldn't work. Because I'm just, no. I'm just a ver- version of a different version of you. So, well, he's not bad. No. He's just uh, growing into a new territory. I yes. Guess. And so, well, you know, this is how they become people. This is the part where you know you're, you're like, okay, this is how I make you a decent human that no one will find repellent. You know, keeping <laughs> know. them clean and and manners and you know interacting in society and not being some kind of savage and acting like a fool. This is the time. So he said an eighth grade girl walked up to him and flipped his hair. And she said, I don't like your hair. (gasps) And I said, what did you say back? He's like, nothing. And I'm just like, everything I would have said back is a word you can't use. But (laughs) I give you full permission to swear in a, in a situation like that. And I will stand behind you in the principal's office. (gasps) I can't believe it. Maybe that's the reason why he stays in the library being bullied by some little cunt in eighth grade the only thing i can think of is because it was a girl maybe she really did like his hair I don't maybe know. she didn't i don't know i first i told him to say like well you have no boobs and <laughs> oh he would get in so much trouble but he said that kidding? we're actually, in the me too world he can't say that he said that she actually kind of did so i'm like okay uh, well that wouldn't work and then funny I how said, he noticed that <laughs> immediately know, stupid? he's like in our three second interaction well she mom she did have breasts he's learning mm-hmm. oh so. please he's he's learned he's woke yeah so earlier we were talking about halloween halloween is coming up mm-hmm. and to me it is such a weird holiday anymore you know it's very cut and dry when you are little When you're little or you have little kids, you get the cute little costume of whatever show they're totally into. And then Mm -hmm. you walk around your neighborhood. You go to like five houses. Or if you don't live in an area where it's safe, you go to the mall and you do the little trick-or-treat at the store thing. Or you go to the rich, the rich neighborhood. Or you go to the church festival, the fall festival, whatever. Yeah, there, it's we've a done vi- that before. Yeah, it's a very cut and dry, easy, we know what we're doing thing. And then you usually, you know, and then you either hand out candy or whatever. But if those parameters don't fit, it's very difficult. Like you and I and our sisters, we all went through the phase where we wanted to go to the exotic zone balls and we got, you know, <laughs> whored out and we did all of that. And that was super fun. But yes. I don't know about you, but I, I mean, I think most people burn out. You can't do that every year for your whole life. I mean, it's exhausting. I, I did it one too many times. Yeah. I mean, and then you go, you know what? I would rather vomit than do that again. I just, you, you get to a point, you get a, to a burnout point where we I just get... don't want to ever feel that naked and that cold again. <laughs> it was so cold. 
and feel like I'm covered in <laughs> semen or something. It was so bad. It was so dirty. It was filthy. <laughs> filthy. And you know what? You know what time we got home? Three. <laughs> we, we hated it so much we were gone for 12 hours. It was <sighs> the worst. But... Now, you know, I wear my cardigan and my pearls. And so that, that life is behind me. <laughs> so I don't even know if they do that anymore. I think they have one in the city. They have one in San Francisco, of course. They've had that one forever. Well, I mean, they can rotate through generations and it'll always be amazing. Okay, I might go to that one. I would go again. to that one. Yeah. That's more like a carnival. I would be in awe of the people. That part would be fun. That would be really fun to do. You know what? I'd go with you. I'd do it for sure. The Sacramento one was shady, (laughs) seedy. It's just a bunch of people trying to get laid. Yeah. Thousands of people. That's crazy. (laughs) I wanted to tell you something, but I can't. Why? (laughs) Because. Why? Stephanie would kill me. You have to tell me. Okay. Daryl has to cut this part out. Okay. I just remember walking like somewhere. This was before I started making out with that fireman with no shirt on. The plumber. I look over and Stephanie's making out with this guy who had an arrow through his head. (laughs) I remember that. We were in front of the bathrooms. You were in front of the outhouses. You know why I know? He doesn't have to cut this out. This is all known information. I had to go to the bathroom and those fucking idiots, the dumb and dumber duo, wouldn't leave me alone. And I had to pee. And I'm like, look, guys, I gotta go. I gotta pee. Oh, and I you went, must have had to go if you used a porta potty. Paula, I was desperate. And I was in those goddamn <laughs> stripper shoes. And I had fallen, shockingly. I had fallen, rolled my damn ankle. And I was like, it's swelling. <laughs> I just remember sitting on that goddamn porta potty. It was 50 degrees and I'm peeing. And I'm like, good Lord. I couldn't wait to be done with it. I couldn't wait to be done with it. You know, that is the one night that Daryl, he said that he was in so much agony that night. Because Why? he was so worried that I was going to misbehave. He was just like, our marriage is over. I know it. I know it. <laughs> like, he thought for sure it was it. That was it. And I'm like, that's funny. I was so well behaved, actually. Hilariously. I did Out of nothing. Everyone. Yeah, I wasn't the one. I do remember no, that. Allison didn't do anything either. I barely remember her being there. I was hammered. I, I know she was there because we met at her house. Didn't we, we get a, a taxi? We took a we taxi. We took a taxi. Oh my God, that's right. Before the days of Uber. God, that night. Mm-mm-mm. That was an interesting evening for sure. That was the same night that we danced behind that white thing. Yes, and Stephanie was. Stephanie spanked me so hard. I was like, <laughs> in front of like a thousand people. And I was like, what are you doing? You're like, and she's like, <laughs> she was out of her goddamn mind. I was like, what? And then you're like, I fucked that guy. And I was like, okay, okay, we've gone out of, we have legit gone full ug like it is like on it is on it was crazy you were smacking people with your wand hard by the way yeah there was some guy talking to me and you walked up and you hit him so hard in the neck (laughs) with that thing you're like she's married (laughs) it was insane it was crazy it was like a tornado had just hit this place everything else felt slow motion Except for what we were doing. It was insane. 
If you weren't in a haze and you just looked at it like a normal sober person, Mm. it must have looked awful. (laughs) Oh, the whole party? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, you know, the the vendors were probably like, oh, God, I'm so glad this only comes once a year because I couldn't do this again. Like all the body paint and splashed beer. Do you remember that guy who was wearing a uh, candy necklace thong? I actually have photos of that. I was going to say, I think I have a picture of him too. I was like, he's the one person who shouldn't be wearing this. It was so bad. And he had like a, like a long mullet. Oh, gray haired mullet. And he was wearing like running shoes. (laughs) It was just so bad. And a bandana. Remember the older lady that she was, uh. She was completely topless, but she her body was completely painted, and her boobs were like a bloodhound's eyes. Oh, my God. I do remember that. That was really gross. She was ahead of her time. People do that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was awful. There was a lot of ugly, awful things. <laughs> that zoo, the human petting zoo. That was so funny. Oh, God. That was hilarious. <laughs> that was hilarious. Stephanie died when we went behind there when she saw the people that were petting people she's like oh my god it's like well what do you think who do you think is going to volunteer for this normal people what do you think it's going to be magic mike back there god you wish (laughs) live the dream just assume it's george clooney massaging you it's not oh god it isn't so with that, it, yeah, so Halloween is such a weird holiday. It's like, yes, it it's, is. It's crazy. So it's like, I enjoy buying the wig, as you know, wigs. I like to mm-hmm. do some kind of relevant pop culture character. And I don't like to do the full costumes, but I do like to do like neck up costuming. And I can't think of anything this year because like I told you a few weeks ago, the big costume for parents and adults is the Incredibles. And that's dumb because the the females all have brown bobs in the movie. It's like, I'm not doing that. That's stupid. So I'm thinking Wonder Woman. Oh, okay. With like the... With the headband and the, uh, the, the black hair wig and all that stuff. Yeah, I think you could pull that off. I could even pull off the top, actually, but I'm not walking around in the full regalia. But, I mean, I might get a lasso of truth or something. Who knows? But I thought that would be fun. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, little kids would recognize it if, you know, I get like, we get like a smattering of children. So, yeah, you don't get too many. Mm -hmm. So I might do that. What about you? Are you feeling festive this year? Well, after last year's costume, I don't know that I want to wear one. So <laughs> I don't. Re- you're gonna have to remind me. I attempted poison ivy. Oh my and, god, that's right. And I put it on, and it just looked like I was wearing a giant green sock <laughs> stretched out. <laughs> and so I put it on, and I'm like, oh my god! And I took it off right away. You know, bad, bad, poorly made costumes will remind you very quickly that you do not look like, you know, Heidi Klum. Yeah, like a woman of my, I wouldn't say size, but of shape, perhaps. Well, you know, you're, you're a normal human. You don't look like Heidi Klum, who has done Poison Ivy and makes everyone think they can do Poison Ivy. You know, she's six foot two and German and gorgeous. <laughs> I'm just saying because unless I'm going to be head to toe in Spanx, then, you know, that costume probably could have worked. But 
you know, if you want like something that's going to make you look nice, you'd have to go downtown to that Evangeline store. Oh, yeah. Like a real costume shop. You know, a custom yeah. made, not custom made, but like the ones that are really nice that are also like a hundred dollars. They're like movie. Qual- they call them movie quality where they're yeah. like legit cloth and not, you know, plastic disposable products yeah so i think i'll maybe i'll just go as a ghost this year (laughs) yeah that's a good idea i mean all you have to do is nothing put a sheet on my head and cut some eye holes oh yeah that'll go over well (laughs) 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 okay well speaking of halloween and weird holidays we're going to transition into a hugly and awkward moment of the week halloween edition the first hugly moment the halloween walks of shame edition <laughs> i went home with a muscular cowboy i met at a gay party i thought he said he lived in chelsea but in fact he said jersey the next day oh. a thursday i had to work i got up bright and early leaving or braving rush hour on the path which i believe is the l train uh-huh. to get back to uh his home all the while dressed in a spider-man unitard <laughs> <laughs> That would be quite a walk of shame. (laughs) Taking a bunch of trains back to New York City. That would be embarrassing. (laughs) Can you imagine just sitting there? Talk about the walk of shame. That is horrible. Train of shame. (laughs) Although I bet you they've seen some weird things on the train. Oh my God. He's probably, he's like, yeah, it's just a Thursday. That's nothing new. A Thursday is bad though. Oh God. Can you even imagine? Okay. This one's a little more in depth. And the reason I chose this story is because... It is something that would happen to me. I think this is why I read it. A couple of years out of college with a new and precocious fear of aging, I dressed as Norma Desmond for Halloween. Norma Norma Desmond? I will tell you who Norma Desmond is. Oh, okay. Norma Desmond is a black and white actress. She's the one that she goes, I'm ready for my close-up. You know, that scene. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Okay, you would. She's crazy, dramatic eye makeup, a turban, a leopard print dressing gown, and a slip underneath. Okay, so it's basically an aging actress from the 30s is what this person dressed up as. Okay. I wanted to go to a lot of parties and I wanted to get drunk. So despite the impractical costume, I decided to ride a bike. (laughs) I ended the night with some artsy grad school friends at a dance party at our state university student co-op, which is in a converted frat house by the university on Frat Row. Now, if you've ever been to Chico... You've seen there's frat houses all up and down one road. That's kind of what it would look like. Right. Cut to me hung over as shit with horrifically smeared face paint rolling off a nasty ass couch and stealing myself to bike home in high heels and a slip because I have lost the dressing gown and the turban by now. Oh, my God. And then imagine my delight when I open the front door and there's a parade in the front yard. Literally, the university's homecoming parade marching before my eyes with hundreds of people crowded in the street and sidewalks everywhere. Parents of students, administrators, well-dressed, wholesome people with their children. It took a half an hour of negotiating through the crowd in my old whore the morning after makeup wielding a bike before i could even get i can even get started biking home oh my god (laughs) i read that and i can you imagine 
waking up in some rando's house. You had sex with some frat boy and you're like, I got to get out of here. And you open the door to the Rose Bowl parade right in front. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And there's, you know, you know what those parade routes look like. Everybody from all over town gather to see the parade. And you're like, how is this going to how are you going to do this? I mean, you're stuck, essentially. You just wait it out or do you want to wait it out at some nobody's house that you just had sex with that you can barely remember? I mean, I would be out. I would have been, well, I would have dropped the bike. I'd been like, bye bike. And I would have probably jumped the back fence. I mean, I, I, I think this person could have been a bit more creative trying to get out of there in a slip. Oh God. (laughs) I can't even imagine. Not really. And it's not like you can call a taxi or an Uber. No, it's over, man. You're walking covered in people. God, I can't even imagine. I'm trying to think if I had any like major walk of shames. I would have washed my face before I left. Anything to get. Yeah, you don't want to look like a like you just rolled out of a sewer. I'm trying to think, you know, well, first of all, you and I actually all of us Uggs have the same mentality where it's like, no, you come to me. I'm not leaving anywhere. You know, I'm out. Right. One time I did go to someone's house and I I was super duper drunk and I sobered up enough, and it was like 4.30 in the morning. I said, I got to get out of here. It was like a Friday. And I'm like, I got to And I remember driving home. I could not find my skirt. And I drove home in my underwear <laughs> and a shirt. <laughs> and I was like, I was begging. My, I was, I, I mean, I was praying I was going to get home safely. I just wanted to get out of there so bad. And I remember running into my apartment going, oh, I made it. Oh, thank God. I was so glad I made it. It was horrible. I felt awful. And I was so, I was home for like two days. Oh, God. It was bad. In fact, he called me on Monday night and he goes, how you feeling? I'm like, I feel like I'm dying. I felt like I was dying. I, I was so sick. It was crazy how sick I was. Oh, my God. No, I don't think I've ever had any like. Walks of shame? Walk- really? Well, let me think about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, come on now. What? <sighs> That's the only one I could, that comes to memory that was the worst for me. But luckily it was, I do remember sitting in my truck at a stop sign going, putting my hand up to cover my face because there was traffic. Cause it was like sunrise Boulevard, which is like one of the main thoroughfares off the freeway. And I remember yeah. there being surrounded by like work trucks. Oh, and I remember going, God, I, I mean, luckily I had a t-shirt that was long, but it was mm-hmm. still, you know, it was oh not good. Gosh. It was not good. No, I remember mostly like my walks of shames are like, you know, like the early wee hours. Yeah. And I'm like walking to my car from like some rando house or <laughs> like a hotel or something right. like that. Right. And just like praying I don't see anybody, you know, because then I'm like out there like by myself. Yeah. So you've never done the daylight, you know, 8 a.m.s mm-hmm. where people are doing their power walks with their dogs and you're wearing, you know, club clothes. <laughs> Like the same clothes I wore last night. No, I don't think I ever did that. Oh, that's good. Lucky for you. Mm, yeah. yeah. Anyway. No, I was always smart enough to bring a change. <laughs> really? Oh, God, not yeah. me. God, brutal. Brutal. Anyway, so those are the Hugly and Awkward Moments of the Week, sponsored by LipandClip.com. And please, I do have a couple in the hopper, but I would love some more ugly and awkward moments, or hugly and awkward moments, that you have either experienced or witnessed. So please bring them on, people. 
Good stuff. Good stuff. Do you think we have a winner this week or are we just going to call it a wash? Or um, Actually, I found these. I, these were not submissions, so we don't oh, have to okay. declare a winner this week. I just, they were Halloween. I knew we were going to talk about Halloween, so I wanted to get some themed ones. I do have some that I will be sharing later this, this month and stuff, but I wanted to specifically talk about Halloween a little bit, so I found these. So that was I, funny. We're all winners. We're all winners we're when all we get winners. to listen to these stories. I think the guy riding the L train was funny. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. I don't know why. I just can picture it. And it's funny to me. (laughs) Having to sit there. And you know, this could have been before phones. So he might have had to sit there and just stare at everyone. (laughs) Or stare down. I don't know. And you know, start playing with the costume, looking at it going, oh, (laughs) it's not so bad. (laughs) I'm wearing footy pajamas on the L train. So what are you going to do? That's funny. All right. Well, I think that's a wrap for this week. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Like Jamie mentioned, visit our Amazon site. And then also don't forget to visit Avon, lipandclip.com. We'll let you get back to work, and we'll see you on Sunday. Bye. Bye. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth. 